Hello, I'm Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 21 of The Bard's Eye View, and this week we're looking at episode 21 of series one, The Greater Good. The Greater Good. Dun, dun, dun. There we go. Hello, you. Hi. Um, so last week's episode was like an hour and a half long. Shall so we try and make it shorter? Happy. Do you remember <laughs> when week. I first pitched this podcast to you? I was like, oh, half hour episodes max. No one should spend longer talking about a piece of media than the piece of media would take to watch. That's what I said. Yeah, that that would be ideal. I am such a liar. Like, <laughs> I mean, that we've literally. But I knew. Never, I knew. I knew it wasn't going to be half an hour. Literally, we have never achieved this. <laughs> but the the running time has been creeping up. Like the first episode was like forty five minutes, and yeah. it's just been it's been creeping up, and now it's fucking doubled before we even got to the end of the season, right? So we need to sort ourselves well, out and rein ourselves let's in. Talk about the episode right now, and we open in the ever present forest clearing, forest glade, with Gabrielle fighting off an unseen warrior. Hi, right. Or is she? Or is she? <laughs> we know what we know what's going on. No, she's actually so practicing animal abuse. She is. She's she's practicing with her staff. So twirl, twirl, jab, jab, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is this odd noise that she makes when she's fighting. Yeah. Uh, practicing and the the reveal is yet again she's practicing against an unarmed Argo. <laughs> Shocking. Or actually actually isn't completely unarmed because on hearing a whistle, which comes from Xena, Argo kicks the staff out of Gabrielle's hand. Lol. Ha ha. So, so she's unarmed, but she's not unhooved. That's what I was literally about to say that. You stole my joke, you fucking bitch. I hate you. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Right. Stole and, my and joke. What, what I should say is, she responds to a whistle, and I said it was Xena's whistle. Or should we say Chekhov's whistle? We haven't had a Chekhov reference for, for a while. <laughs> That's true. So this is this is this is Chekhov's whistle. Chekhov's whistle. Is so it. yeah. So um, Zena saunters into the into the glade, smirking um, about the whole unstaffing thing, and uh, unstaffing this, this running... here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> From the knave to the chaps. Yeah. Um, Little, little bit of Shakespeare there. We've yeah. had Chekhov. Let's throw in Shakespeare as well. Oh, honestly, um, Flam, so who the fuck do you think this... you are? <laughs> <laughs> cool back to our, our previous lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is cool because we've never... Have we ever seen Xena whistling for our horse? Have we ever known that oh, Argo probably. was like a trained sheepdog? Come by, lad, <laughs> come by! You know? Lie down. Away to me, Argo. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, so we have a bit more of this this running thing that that Argo and Gabrielle don't get on. Is but. that actually a running thing? Because she's saying it, but like, has that ever actually been shown before? Yeah, she's well. Gabrielle's not keen on horses. We know she doesn't like that riding much. horses, apparently. But I mean, doesn't she? Yeah. I don't know. The reason for that, as I've explained before, is because the production couldn't afford to rent to rent two horses. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Not not two consistent horses. I think they have any number of warrior. No, this Argo is often the same horse. Almost always the same horse. It's called Tilly. 
Yeah, no, but I mean the warlords and whatnot. There are oh, right, other those horses, others. Yeah, but, no, yeah, but, you but like don't have to have. Yeah, they're a just horse. they're just rented by the day, you know. But this was a horse that was like yeah. available, had to be available for makeup at any moment, you know. Makeup. Yeah. <laughs> ready for ready for your close up. Any idea how long it takes in a chair to make the horse look that good? <laughs> anyway, so Gabrielle says, "Well, Argo doesn't like me. This is a nice little moment." And Zena says, well, sometimes you have to have patience with things that annoy you. <laughs> and G- Gabrielle says, well, I never said she annoyed me. Wasn't talking the to you. Lol. <laughs> 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 what a fabulous line. Um, yeah. So Zena leaves Gabrielle with um, the horse and says something about Titan in the saddle or some nonsense. Well, she runs off to... I don't know why she ran off. I can't remember. But No, she goes um, head on foot to save time or something. Is that going to save time? She went off to a well anyway. That's the next thing we see. She's at a well um, getting yeah. some water out with a little dipping spoon. No, dipping... A dipping... A little ladle. Ladle, yeah. Mm. Which she yeah. comically throws all over the place when she gets disturbed by a burping woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in... Zena drinks from a well is interrupted by a girl with gas. Yes. So this is yeah, this is the comedy subplot of this episode, this idea of the fizzy water. Yeah. Um, you know, so she's been drinking too much fizzy water, this girl, and she needs Zena's help to save Lord Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> because a warlord called Talmadeus is attacking the factory. Yeah. The water factory. He says he's he's the water factory. And he's, Which I believe he's trying they to later tried to on. burn down. Burn down the water factory. I mean, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so Ta- Talmadeus is, is trying to get his, his warlord hands on Lord Seltzer, who this girl says is the most wonderful, selfless and giving man the gods ever sent. So you know he's so going to be a just, dick. Yeah. <laughs> so we get our second whistle. So... Um, Zena whistles for Argo. Gabrielle is just managing to get on the horse uh, when when the whistle goes. So naturally, she gets thrown off. Yeah. Um, so let, just a little comedy moment. Yeah, this episode needs and its then, moment of levity. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. So Argo turns up at the, the well, and off goes Zena, gallopy gallopy off to the factory to to go and save the save the day. Yeah. So we get. We get to the factory and we find everything's in uh, turmoil. There, there are thugs there, and it's the good old fashioned helmet heads again. Yeah, guys with um, helmets. Yeah. Uh, so they're thought. smashing barrels. They're duffing people up, and they bring forth a hooded figure, hooded in the bad way, like hooded with a sack over his head. Um, what would you the good way? Well, you know, like like um, Autolycus was introduced as hooded figure. Right. So it's not like a, a monk's hood. It's like a Bag over the head, prisoner. Monkshood, that's a poison. It is. Use it in an episode of Cadfile. <laughs> that will be the that will be the episode of Cadfile called Monkshood. Yeah, funnily enough, the one called Monkshood, <laughs> oh, um, which I think you'll find is book three in the series. Is it? Um, Thanks for that. Oh, let's oh let's let's give up on Zena. Let's do a Cadfile <laughs> podcast. Yeah, Cadfile <laughs> cast. Hundred percent. Yeah, let's do it. So forward comes Lord Seltzer. Um, and the, the thugs say, Talmadeus will have your head. And they take off the, the hood to discover that that head actually belongs to our good friend Salmonius. Da, 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 da. So we were right, it is a dick. But in the immortal words of Claire from Derry Girls, he's our dick. 
you know? <laughs> hard dick. <laughs> it might be a dick, but he's hard dick. That was a really, dick. really good <laughs> accent that I just did. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit piratey, but... Hey, arr, no piratey arr, that I remember it. Whatever. <laughs> Claire, Claire is a pirate. Lesbians are pirates. That's... Oh, that's true. All lesbians are pirates. That's true. Or the other way around. So, there's our... There's our that's <laughs> our first reveal. Lord Sells is Salmonia. So we yeah. know the whole factory thing is a scam of some sort. Of course, yeah. Um, so the warlords are, burn it down, burn the factory down. Or burn down the water f- factory, yeah. Burn down, burn down the water factory. So we see a shot of four or five guys with flaming arrows drawn at the ready to... You know, to, very um, um, helpfully lined up in a row. So you always know what's going to happen. Yes. When archers line up in a row, holding the arrows back, <laughs> you always know the next thing's going to be the chakram comes in and goes, cuts all the arrows they're down. They're asking, they're asking for a chakram. They are, they're asking to be chakrams so bad. And then, they want a, they, they, one go of the chakram's not enough for them. Because the next thing they do is they get their, they, they simultaneously unsheath their swords and hold them in front of them, nice and neatly in a line, so that when the chakram bounces off a thing, it's going to chop all their swords in half on the way back, which is just a classic, <laughs> such a classic Xena moment. And then Xena so arrives the sh- yeah, on the scene. And Salmonius, like a complete fucking idiot, calls her name. Xena! So, uh, it's usually better if people don't know I'm Xena before all Listen, this kind of stuff. It doesn't but. matter, right? It doesn't matter because they never, the person who goes back to Telmadeus to re- report this later, he doesn't say Xena was there. He says, oh, true. a woman fought with the strength of Ares and the speed of Hermes, and Talmadanus immediately goes, Xena! It's the only one it could be. So, well, I can tell Talmadanus has never actually ordered a del- delivery with Hermes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a very ironically named parcel company that takes 10 fucking yeah. weeks to get anywhere. Anyway, that comes a little bit later. So her, her eye roll, I think, is partly... Um, don't, don't give my name away, but also, oh, fuck's oh, I sake, think it's, it's, it's I think it's 100% again. oh, fuck, it's Salmonius. <laughs> so. Anyway, so we get a fight, fight, fight scene Many interspersed fights. with little mystery glimpses of something going on in a somewhere off, off, off shot, yeah, in, up, up in a tree. So mm. fight, fight, fight. And we see what's obviously a, po- a poison dart, because we've seen them before, being fitted to a, a little crossbow Teeny, tiny by an unknown crossbow. someone. I know, it's like um, like uh, Autolycus's Autolo- of... grappling hook yeah. thing. Or like the teeny it's tiny cute. crossbows that the two guys had last week. So cute. It's like it's basically like have... when, Zena, when, when Zena wants uh, to show someone having a gun. If it was a modern show, they would have a gun. Uh, yeah, but it's okay, not. Here's, here's so they have to have teeny tiny hand hand crossbow. That's that's a good theory. I have a, another theory, what? which is that they ordered a job lot of crossbows and didn't look at the dimensions. All oh, right, it's and like when, when they you... arrived on on set. <laughs> like, oh great, we've got these sort of toy crossbows. What are we going to do with these? So they then had to make a thing of. Yeah, that must be it. That's my theory. It's like when you order something on Amazon without looking at dimensions, you think you order a chair and then it comes and it's a doll sized chair. Yeah. Yeah anyway so fight 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 interspersed with creepy music as well on the person in the tree um so we see the start being fitted to crossbow fight 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 then we see a nice recreation of the xena opening sequence so the camera sweeps up booted 
legs, a leather bookmark skirt, <laughs> bookmark bit of armor skirt. kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Explores uh, my dress fight. so you know it's a woman. Yeah, fight, fight, fight. Um, then we go up a bit. Definitely a woman. Some are very blonde, but we don't get to the face. Um, fight, no, fight, fight. Sal see, gets Sal gets Sal gets recaptured. Sal Monius gets recaptured. Xena notices whistles to Argo. There's that whistle again. Who kicks Salmonius's um, captor, and the thugs run off defeated. But as they run off, the dart is released. Pew! Xena draws very, her chakram but can't see anyone. She's got a very good aim, whoever it is in this in the tree. Yeah, because Xena gets it. She she got it while running. She was it was a moving yeah. target. So that moving is moving target gets Zena right in the neck. That's an extremely good shot. Yeah, some, someone's got skills. Many skills. So Zena has this dart in the neck. She draws her chakram, looks around frantically, can't see anyone, and her vision is all immediately already going hazy, so we have that you double vision effect. would be vision if someone had shot you in the neck. Effect. I wouldn't. Regard- oh, no, yeah, she'll be testing it out. Be. Yeah. Next time you're up, next time you're up, here yeah. I'll uh, shoot you in the neck and see. Uh, so Zena makes makes quite heavy weather of pulling the dart out. So it must have gone in really a long way. So she kind of fumbles it out of her neck, and then she sniffs the dart, sniffs the tip of the dart, and then just sort of looks meaningful. But I'm not sure what the meaning is. It's sort of a hmm. Well, she's you said it's a poison dart, so she was checking what poison it is, which she can also tell by smell alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that that's a, that's the teaser. That then we're we're into the. Um, into the actual episode. Yeah. yeah. So a bit of trivia that I found out about this episode was that although it is not the last episode of the season, we've got another three episodes to go, mm. it was the last episode to be filmed. Okay. Um, And I think they wanted to give Lucy a bit of a rest because it had been quite a long season. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's why she spends most of this episode on her bag. <laughs> Lucy can have an episode on her back as a treat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. So, yeah. Um, right. So, that's that, right? Mystery. Mystery number yeah. one. What will be caused? What will what will be the effects of this arrow to the neck? Mystery number two. Who was that? Mystery number one will be that? solved Mystery crossbow. in this episode. Mystery number two. We'll have to wait till next week. I mean, obviously, yeah, you and I know. Time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and obviously everyone listening to this podcast knows because I don't know. No, Red Vines know. probably doesn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, our friend Red Vines is True. a Xena virgin. That's who... so. That's like four percent of our listenership, I think. Isn't Pretty it? much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everyone but her probably, or maybe Goblin as well. Goblin won't know. Oh, true. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. So, that's eight so percent of do our listenership stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not okay, give it so, away. <laughs> no. So after the after the opening sequence, we, we come back to Xena with this dart and she, she tastes the, the poison and, and spits it out. So, yes, poison, obviously. Yeah, we got it. I love um, that. She spit it out as if, you know, like, you know, sort of like closing the stable <laughs> door after the horse has bolted, you know. It's already in your neck. You know. Well, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Less of it's yeah. probably better, isn't it? Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. So then Zena comes. No, does Gabrielle come running up at this point? Gab Gabrielle comes running up. She's she's been sussing out what's going on, and and she she's already uh, t- 
tweaked what what Salmonius's latest little scam is. Just he's making money selling water, yeah, fizzy, fizzy water. But you know he's this this guy. Can you even? He's the sort of stream of his day. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> so, so Zena kind of turn, turns her attention to the, the the more immediate problem and says, "Well, why why is this so warlord? Why is Talmadeus after you?" Because it's not because of your fizzy water, is it, Pearl? It it's not, and it turns out that that Salmonia sold this guy some swords and belt buckles, but but they weren't like iron or steel or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there was some made-up metal that dissolves in water. Well, they they're made they were made of talcumite. <laughs> oh, I've just got that. I literally just got oh. that for the first time in twenty five years. Hey. <laughs> A breakthrough. <laughs> so unsurprisingly, okay. these talcumite swords and belt buckles melt, melted in the rain in the middle of a battle. Um, so Talmudeus is hopping mad. So uh, yeah, he's hopping about because his pants fell down. <laughs> like uh, like the Cyclops. Yeah. In in episode whatever it was. <laughs> uh, one. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> good, we've established that. So Salmonius, obviously, his prime concern is get me out of here. I need to escape. And um, yeah, just and abandon says, your burping followers, eh? <laughs> your burping workforce. <laughs> Burpy your workforce. Ga- your gaseous workforce. <laughs> <laughs> so Zena says, we're not leaving these people. You know, this is you have a responsibility to these people. Um, in the background, someone's shifting a, a barrel of fizzy water and drops it, and it pops its cork. And Salmonia says, <laughs> "Oh, thinks must, it's that dirty, must be the pops its cork." <laughs> well, uh, Salmonia says, "Oh, the the water pressure must have built up." So let's it's have another our second Chekhov's Chekhov cork. of the week. <laughs> Chekhov's, Chekhov's cork water here. pressure, or yeah, Chekhov's cork. This sort of thing is a hallmark <laughs> of good Xena writing, though. Yeah, it is. You know, it is. We've got some, we got some layers. Plant these things in the early point, early stage, and you pay them off later. That's, you know... Yeah. That's good. Unlike, yeah. you know, it's unlike previous episodes where that sort of thing doesn't really happen. Like, example, yeah. Black Wolf planted the idea that Gabrielle sneaking the chakram into the prison yeah. would be important, and then it really fucking wasn't at all. Not remotely. Yeah. Anyway, so, anyway, moving on. You're really bearing a grudge about that. Well, it was a shit episode. It, c- it committed the cardinal sin of being boring, you know? Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's, it's the worst thing, as you know. That's it's pretty bad. It's just boring. So, anyway. Yeah. Okay, we cut to Talmadeus's camp. And we know he's rough, rough and grufty because he's having an arm wrestle with his lieutenant or with <laughs> some red shirt. Some poor bastard. And then, yeah. and you know he's real hard because there's burning hot coals on either side. So whoever loses is gonna get a big burny ouch ouch. You're gonna get a yeah, burny burny ouch are. ouch. If you lose, <laughs> as the, as those warriors call it, yeah, they do. <laughs> Help me, brother! I've got a burny burny ouch ouch to arm wrestling with Talmudius. <laughs> I will revenge your burny burny ouch ouch. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, we'll get you under the shower. 
Get you under a cold shower here. <laughs> yeah, hold it under running water. Yeah. Um, messenger water. turns up and said, my, my lord, we, ha- we had Salmonius, but a woman showed up. And as you say, she fought with the strength of Ares and the speed of uh, Royal Mail of, track delivery. Yeah, the speed of Royal um, Mail track and trace. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Talmadeus does the, the classic Zeno um, and we know he's really mad because not not he doesn't just do the Bernie 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 ouch ouch thing he breaks his opponent's hand kind of crushes it in his fierce grip and sizzles it as well so even though Zeno's a, a major threat Talmadeus is really pretty darn determined to get hold of Salmonius and I like this little detail mm-hmm. um, and this, this would this would be a good prop to of one in an auction <laughs> he, he throws an axe into it it's a, like a shield or a barrel head it's a really good stylized portrait of salmonius yeah it's, a, the, it's a really nice bit of artwork they apparently um the prop department actually made two of these one is salmonius just salmonius's face that they were going to show before he yeah. threw anything and the second one was salmonius realizing he's been hit by an axe um which they were going <laughs> to show after the axe was in um <laughs> But they decided that it was a bit too stupid. <laughs> I didn't know that. That would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I guess they decided that was a bit too stupid for this show, which is this episode, which is actually gets quite dark. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That, that would have been really nice. To, I wish they had. Yeah, I wish they had. It would have been funny. It was a good portrait, yeah. though. Someone painted that. Someone put a lot of effort into that. That's yeah, what I love about this show. A lot it, of sincere effort to, to yeah. yeah. It it really. I tell you what it reminds me of. It's it's like some of the stylized artwork on Hercules, the Disney yeah. movie. On the it's, on it's the vases really and stuff. Style. Yeah, yeah. Totally. It's good. It's it's a nice it's a nice bit of work. I think. Yeah. So that's good. Okay, so I enjoyed that very much. Out on out on the road, helmet heads are on the march. Um, and this is one of those nice little scenes. One by one. Hurrah. 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 Um, this is one of those nice little scenes that we see occasionally, a little set piece where you have a an army marching or a bunch of brigands traipsing along a road looking for Xena, who steps out of the undergrowth behind them and follows and just kind of waits for them to notice with that kind of shit-eating green uh, grin that she does. And it 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 does take the guy the um kind of this kind of lieutenant a minute to notice yeah it's that the she's same, there it's this basically the same uh, shtick as uh, in since the past when she was yeah taking out one guy at a time from the yeah. row until finally it it's, was left with the main guy so he turned it's down it's a goes, nice little Rah! scene and it it, <laughs> it it bears repeating it's yeah. it's a nice little nice little it's a set piece gag. um so. One of the horsemen at the front rides through the um, the, the infantrymen on on foot mm-hmm. to to go and take her out, but she high kicks him. And they're him. all like shitting themselves because they're like, "What? What? What? Why is he going to kill us?" But I know because you know, it doesn't occur to them to turn round no, to see what, what he's riding for. That's effort. So he rides through the warriors. Um, uh, Zena just kind of does a big jump, split kick, get, gets him off off the horse. Yep. And then in a <laughs> patented unique Xena move she sticks her arms out to each side fists um, clenched and just kind of whirls round 
moving through the ranks. Yeah, it's the ta- Catherine wheel. And she takes wheel... them out, so they fall. Yeah, it's the Catherine it's wheel style of fighting. Yeah, and my my comment Just here spin. is so stupid, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like um, it's like that episode of The Simpsons where uh, Bart and Lisa are having a fight. And I'm just gonna punch the air, and if you get hit, it's your own fault. <laughs> that's it exactly that is exactly it so all seems to be going well and and gabrielle's hiding in the bushes going yeah yeah yes yeah yeah um you know watching our girlfriend at work it's always really sexy watching your partner working isn't it it is for some reason i think that's extremely sexy watching them watching someone you love being extremely competent at something that you can't do it's so nothing like so attractive Luckily, luckily, it my is. partner's never seen me at work because she wouldn't have seen me extremely competent at anything. Um. <laughs> not true. Not true. Oh, you know, my, um, averagely my pa- competent. My, pa- my partner's a nurse, and I, I typically don't sit in on on clinics. Funny that. Um, but every every so often, there's some kind of minor incident um, out out in the wild, and she just flips switches into into nurse mode and it's just so calm and competent and it's yeah it's 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 a good thing to see isn't it it's, it's good to watch yeah i do i get to see mine at least for at least once every two years when i go to get my eyes tested <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh moving on yeah so this so this is this is what gabrielle's experiencing at this moment she's she's yeah. kind, of, kind of hiding behind a bu- a bush I was going to say she's hiding behind a butch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically, she has been for quite a long time. <laughs> she has. But things start um, and to go she's wrong. She's doing quite... all that little yip, whoop, yip, yeah, kind of things... excited noises that she does. But unlike any other fight she's ever witnessed, things actually start yes. to go wrong quite quickly, don't they? Yeah, Zena. Nothing is. Zena takes is a. Wrong. Zena takes a kick in the gut and she falls over and she goes all fuzzy again. So we we kind of get her point of view and we get this. Uh, fuzzy effect and and she goes down clutching her neck where the where the dart hit her yeah um she's not so she's, she's in trouble she could do with no, a couple she's of in days trouble. in bed i think gabrielle's gabrielle says something's wrong yeah we know so, we know Gabrielle. Clearly. we can see you don't need to narrate it for us <laughs> you don't need a greek chorus ha <laughs> <laughs> lol <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty oh, good. thank you, thank you. That's good of you. That's, that's good yeah. of you to see. Um, so yeah. Tamadeus has his sword poised to bring yeah. it down and says, "I'm the man who killed Zena." But, oh, but he doesn't say it like her. that. He says it like proper no. scenery chewing. You you say it. You say, "I'm it. the man who killed Zena." <laughs> like that, you know. So I was going to do it, but as you you'd have immediately said, "Oh, you're such a shit shit accent." Oh, I wasn't going to try and do the accent. I don't do any accent. Oh, okay. I don't think I did any accent. Okay. I can't do a Kiwi accent. <laughs> I wouldn't even try. Wouldn't even try. Anyway, so Gab- Gabrie- Gabrielle throws her staff like a like a javelin. Yeah, and then it's so hilarious actually, right? Because she throws it like a javelin, then it cuts yeah. to it flying through the sky, clearly on its side. Right, <laughs> you know, like it's been chucked lengthwise. Like it's not flying like a javelin; yeah. it's flying on its side, and then when it arrives, it hits him like a javelin. A, you know, it's, that is how that is how javelins. Well, on its well, well, side, go in an arc, I suppose, but in an arc, like they don't turn sideways and then straighten themselves up. Uh, 
Okay. I'll well, have to they, go back and watch that because they I don't. Think <laughs> okay. Okay. But she's practicing for the Olympics anyway. She, she's she been has. doing her. Say, you, Jess Ennis. I was going to say Tessa Sanderson. Was she a javelinist? She was. Oh, it was. Awesome. Can't remember any other. Yeah. Anyone else who did javelin? Just Tessa Sanderson. She's the only one. Fatima Whitbread. Did she? And you, you, were, you were either Team Fatima or Team Tessa. There's a uh, fierce rivalry. Which one should I have been? Which one should I have supported? There's, there's no, there's no, there's no right answer. There's no right, no wrong. Okay, all right then. But there's no right answer. But obviously, Tessa Sanderson is the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so um, Zena doesn't get killed. Zena, yeah. thanks to Gabriel, still, still struggling. Yeah, nice, nice one, Gab. Um, Zena summons Argo with that that whistle. Um, just as the soldiers she's knocked out are kind of starting to wake up and make make a move, Gabrielle manages to get Zena and Argo, Zena, onto Argo, and they get the heck out of there. Yeah, they're both riding but on Tal- one stair each. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah. Talmadeus has seen that something's up. She's he, he's seen that Zena was running scared. Yeah, he's, he's so he, he knows there's a, there's a life. He says. He knows there's a chink. There's a. Ch- I was gonna say there's a chink in the armor, but there's there's so many chinks because, you know, <laughs> it's it's actually not great armor. <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, leather armor's um, it's useful for speed. It's it's intended more to yeah. maintain speed and speed and um, what do you call it? Well, I, um, agility. Agility. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I was thinking more about the fact that um, most of her is actually exposed. Well, yeah, there's you know, if, that. If you wanted to stab her in the chest, there's there's like literally there's no armor above cleavage level. There's quite a lot of chest. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's that. I think that's one of the things that drew so many of us to the show in the first place. Is <laughs> there's chest. quite a lot of chest. <laughs> there's quite a lot of chest. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah. Let's talk briefly about Talmadeus. I think this is we've got another good guest actor here. Yes, he's really enjoying. He's really enjoying being in this show. You know, you he get is. that feeling. He's, he's very much up for it, isn't he? And he's, mm. and he's like you say, slightly hammy, slightly oh, scenery yeah, he's chewing, chewing the but scenery that's, like nobody's business. But that's but what that's, you need, man. You need people yeah. who commit. It's he's got the tone, yeah, 100%. just right. And he's he's got that verging on pantomime. He's mm. he's 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 full of relish. Totally, yeah, absolutely. Relish. That's what I said to my wife as well as I was watching it. You know, is every Shakespearean actor in New Zealand? This is their chance to yeah. get seen in America, <laughs> and they take it. Yeah, they grab it with both hands. And I was like, "This yeah. guy is good." Was he ever? Did he play another part in Xena? And he never did. This is his only Xena part. He was in oh. Hercules. He played a couple of roles, different parts in Hercules, okay. but this is his only Xena role. So shame. I know. I know. You could shame. definitely have back. <laughs> All the guys that we had back, we've had Marcus twice. And frankly, yeah. this guy was better. So, Defo. Yeah. Toxius twice. This guy's better than Toxius. We had, uh, what's his name? Hyperion twice in different Hyperion guises. Hyperion the Sun Titan is definitely better than Hyperion. So, anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't no. matter. Tell me this, this is, is this is, is this is film. why this show ends up being an hour and a half because we do this. Oh yeah, that's right. Good point. <laughs> let's move on. So let's so, let's get scene... let's get back to the. Sorry. Factory. Yeah, the next scene we have is Zena and Gabriel having a domestic. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very familiar argument to me. 
you know. <laughs> you should have told me there were you should have told me there was something wrong with you. How am I supposed to take care of you if you won't take care of yourself? Blah blah blah. This is so familiar to me. Why do soft slash, you know, full butch women act like this? Why can't they just take care of themselves and not why do they have to do tasks while sick? She did a task. She knew there was something wrong with her and she did a major task. It's like my wife when she's <laughs> when she's sick and then the next thing you know, you find her put, hanging out laundry, cleaning a cat's box, cycling on the exercise bike for 25 kilometres and then she wonders why she's tired at the end of the day and I'm like, well, maybe it's because you did a bunch of fucking tasks. Still not quite on the Xena scale of tasks. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I come, I come home and I find she's she's fought off a thousand armed warlords. Oh, and she wonders why she's a bit tired at the end of the day. <laughs> um, so Gabrielle's mad, but but Zena is really in a pretty bad way. Uh, she her her legs are failing her. She can't feel her feet. She says, "My arms will be next." And basically, it's oh, it's going to get worse before Zena. it gets. It's going to get worse before it gets better. A growth mindset, Zena. Oh. <laughs> Uh, there we have this. We have this odd little, slightly pointless scene where Salmonius comes in and says, "Right, I've been thinking about this. I've made some decisions." <laughs> See, you know, obviously Tina's not great, so somebody has to take charge. Somebody has to take control. Somebody with initiative. Who, who do you think it should be? No, that's not pointless. <laughs> that's funny. That's, it, it, it was very hilariously delivered. Yeah, he's much better than I delivered it. He's, By he's good. perennially excellent guest actor, Robert, Tre- Robert Trebor. Is it Trebor or Trebor? I don't think it matters. It's not his real name anyway. No, I know it's not his real name. Um, <laughs> but you, that I, I, when I was searching for how to pronounce Xena Warrior Princess actors' names yesterday, yeah. I came across a page that said it was Trebor. But Trevor, I okay. think as a Brit... We always would have pronounced it Trebor because that is the uh, a, a brand, brand of, of um, extra strong mints. A very yeah. famous brand of extra strong mints. Trebor, extra strong mints. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Robert Again, Trebor it is. This is why we have long episodes. Well, people yeah. enjoy this part. No, they don't actually. I've not got any feedback whatsoever. <laughs> got no feedback whatsoever <laughs> to suggest that people actually enjoy this part. In fact, the no. law, the, in fact, you know what? The more the podcast has become this sort of thing, the less interaction yeah. we've had from listeners. So maybe, but, al- but also <laughs> I, one, one of the things about that is because we record a little, you know, two or three weeks ahead of broadcast of, of release. Yeah, we, we're not very good at interacting, so people leave comments, and then we, if if we remember to respond to them, it, it feels me. as if it's. Th- Let me just stop you there. I always on the show on the podcast. I mean, all right, yeah, okay. But every single time anyone has ever tweeted us, I have replied or at least liked it. You have. You're you're good. uh, Yeah, I'm the only one who does anything for this fucking podcast. But yeah, we we just turn up and record it. I edit it. I run the social media. I do everything. Yeah, but I write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. That's true, but that was a one-time effort. (laughs) I I write the jingles, sing the jingles. Okay. Fair enough. Only because the jingle that I wrote you never use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder why that was. Because it was too good. That was the problem. Because I wrote a better one. It would one. have shown you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on. Anyway, so, so um, we, we apologise for lack of shout-outs and, and we'll we'll 
try and be a bit better at that. Because we will ritually flog ourselves good. in the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Gabrielle says we've we've got the person with the initiative to take charge. Zena's going to be fine. Um, and Zena says, well, not uh, maybe not, but we just have to convince Talmadeus that, that I'm okay. Mm. And so, well, how how are we going to do that? And uh, and Zena kind of turns her she looks gaze thoughtfully meaningfully at Gabrielle. <laughs> at Gabrielle. <laughs> and the next thing and we know, we cut... they've cracked out a couple of boxes of hair dye. Yes. <laughs> but not and very good second... hair dye, not a permanent hair dye. <laughs> for the second time in this episode, we get a re- recreation of the title sequence. Yeah. So we've seen Mystery Blonde Up a Tree in, in this um, little little scene. This time we get the title sequence, but it's Gabrielle tooling up, basically. So the, yeah. the boots, the... Well, we don't get the... the expanse of thigh because Gabrielle's legs the, are much shorter the skirt and the boots are much closer so to each other so it goes almost almost directly from boots to skirt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, so the, the camera sweeps up and we see the dark hair and she, she's had a bit of a trim as well so she's got full on full on Xena hair mm. um, so she looks pretty good and then she moves ever so slightly and, and we hear a as, as the breastplate falls off the off the catch, much like uh, the my artwork, it looks good from a distance, but don't go up close. That's all artwork, though. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> so what I'm so saying, what we're saying is, what we're saying is Gabriella is, Zina is. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> a true work of art. Yeah, absolutely. It's like so she, that, she, she's she's sort of like the artworks you can buy from Dread in Animal Crossing, though. Yes. <laughs> Something slightly, mm, just a tiny bit, you know, yeah. just a tiny bit different. Like when you, you can buy the Mona Lisa, but it's got eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, that reminds the... Shall I tell the hilarious Go story? Go on, tell the story. This is an evergreen story, right? So it playing is. Trivial Pursuit with my mum. And um, she never really gets the questions right because her, her breadth of knowledge doesn't encompass Trivial Pursuit trivia. Um, mm. So she, she's usually last in this game. Uh, so we got a question one time it was like what is unusual about the Mona Lisa's eyebrows and then you know in perfect seriousness she replied they're painted on (laughs) (laughs) and then like a beat and a half before she realised what a stupid fucking thing that was to say (laughs) but it's a genius thing to say It's an excellent, excellent joke that she didn't realise she was no, making. No, she didn't know she was making it. That's the thing. <laughs> so good. Painted on. Love it. Anyway, moving on. So the basically Salmonius has to adjust her straps. Oh, this this is nice. So she, she says, well, here, do do the war cry, do the Xena battle cry. So she does this, ay, 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 not very convincingly. Yeah. And then says, oh, you know, you'll have to help me tighten this, the armour up. So Salmonius kind of yanks on the lacing as if he's yep. doing that kind of um, gone with the wind kind of. He's lacing her tied, up. Tied a man. He's lacing her up like a Georgian woman's corset. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on a particularly sharp tug, she goes. Ah! Yeah, she's got it that time. You've got it. She's got the ululations. She also has a fake chakram, which is basically the top of a barrel yeah it's just a bit of wood i mean like they could have made a better fake chakra than that surely 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 they didn't have the time though obviously i mean she could have taken the actual chakra but no actually that was needed for later i take it back they needed it 
Um, so Zena has a final pet talk for her. You know, she needs to be riding yeah. in and out fast. And Gabrielle's like, Argo riding? doesn't like Argo. me. Though. She hates um, me. She doesn't hate you. She doesn't hate you. She doesn't hate you. So like, basically, Zena's like, why can't my girlfriend and my best friend get along? Yeah, you know. we've all been there. <laughs> Um, so there's a bit of jealousy there obviously from Argo you know she's been supplanted as the number one female in Xena's affections Um, (laughs) oh earlier on Gabrielle tried to insult Argo by calling her a a daughter of a and then she sort of trailed off lamely and said mare (laughs) (laughs) yeah she calls her conniving four footed daughter of a mare (laughs) (laughs) class uh, and and so you know, sort of tries to g her up a bit. Do you see what I did there? So it's, um, you know, didn't didn't you have a horse when you were young? And and it turns out Gabrielle had a had a pony called Timpani. Mm. And this this is a lovely moment. And yeah. Zena sort of does soft face. Oh, did did you leave him behind with your sister? Mm. And Gabrielle says, No, he got sick and died. It's yeah. what happens to things you love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How fucking tactless is Gabrielle? Yeah. Basically, what you're saying here, Gabrielle, is that Zena is like a pony in that you quite like to ride her. (laughs) (laughs) So, enormously tactless. No, but this is the first time, surely, that Gabrielle has even obliquely said that she loves Zena. Yes, true. That's sweet. True. That's, I suppose, that's sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. This is why this was one of Baby Gamey's favourite episodes. Because of oh. all of this well, this this reason and also all the other things that happen. All the all the hurt comfort. Yeah, business. so God. I mean, what a trope. What a trope. Yes. The hurt yes. I'll come back to all the things I like about what happens later when they happen. How about that? Uh, yeah, do that. <laughs> so Gabrielle emerges from the warehouse, whatever it is in the persona of Xena, and Argo looks round and basically is like, what the fuck? Yeah, who do you think you're feeling, pal? <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we have some 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 whistle lols, yeah, some business where Gabrielle can't you. quite do uh-huh. the <laughs> can't quite do the, the right whistle, so Argo obeys the whistle she hears, so she sort of Yeah, she's doing she's doing that or, um you know, um Oh, what's the word? What's it called? Aggressive non-compliance, or you know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> or aggressive aggressive compliance. Actually, you know, yeah. Um, I will like, do exactly I, I what you, you want... tell me to. I know what you want me to yeah. do, but it's not what you told me to do. So I'm going to do exactly what I what you Argo, told me to. Argo is working to rule. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <basically. laughs> she's, um, a, she's a union horse. Hundred percent. So even Salmonius knows the whistle better than her. He's like, no, I think the whistle was this, and he does the whistle. And then what I think the most hilarious part, I love this, is that when Argo eventually does go off, it's because even a fucking rainbow lorikeet in the tree <laughs> knows the whistle better than Gabrielle does. <laughs> so off goes Gabrielle to impersonate Xena in front of a warlord and his army. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is what she's gone with. An, an, an inability to do the whistle. And a fucking barrel top that's got a bit of something painted on it to make it look vaguely like a shackle. She's yeah. gone as so a fucking she... Halloween costume, Zena. She has. So even your mammy dressing you up for Zena for Halloween 
would have got a bit of cardboard and cut it out in the middle as well. Yeah, she's got a craft knife, tin foil around it. Tin. Yeah. See, honestly, they don't even try. No. Anyway, so Talmadeus's <laughs> men are on the road. Um, Gabrielle right rides up um, and threatens them. Gives quite a good, quite a good convincing speech. Um, and then, and then to to kind of to, to seal that seal it all the... by doing something stupid like whistling. Wrong. Whistling. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she does she her fucking whistle to... again, idiot. And yeah, then up Argo whistles. Up Argo, and then she whistles and... the down whistle. And you know, what is a horse meant to do? So Argo quite reasonably kneels. Yeah, and this is knows. a lovely, lovely little moment. Yeah. Gabrielle, quick thinking as ever. Yeah. Says, I always bow to my enemies before I destroy them. Yeah, of course you do, pal. Of course you do. <laughs> Quick thinking, but they're not yeah. convinced. No, why would you? Um, so she's she's bluffing and cue the rhubarb. So <laughs> get her, roar, roar, roar. Get her. <laughs> so she's like, no, no, I'm just gonna run away from this. Right away, run, run away, away, run away. Run away. <laughs> so she basically leads them back to the factory. Helpful. Yeah, be ran away, bravely ran away, away. <laughs> <laughs> This entertains literally anyone else, anyone <laughs> who stubbornly listens to this week after week. But we have fun. <laughs> literally, who cares? So, yeah, back at back at the factory, um, and the, the the men, even though Gabrielle's galloped away on a horse and they're on foot, they 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 stagger in not not long after her. She yeah. chucks her um, wooden biscuit tin lid at them. Uh, <laughs> And, and Zena, Zena just manages to stagger to the barn door, throws the real chakram. So yeah. it's quite a nice bit of bit of uh, stuff. And that's why and she the, couldn't the, take the she... chakram with her, because Zena needed it for yeah. to finish the ruse later. Yeah. Um, um, and she she does a pretty... It might be her, her last bit of energy, but she does a good job. It goes ping, 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 disarms a few people, cuts a water pipe. Yeah, and we let's get... let's not forget, this is a water factory. Boris Johnson's water cannons here. Exactly, you know? exactly. She kettles them. Mm. She kettles them in the yard. Um, and we get the comedy fight music yep. as well. So there's, there's lots of skidding about in water and and... You know all that kind of stuff, and then we also um, get the payoff to the planted corks spraying out of the cork. water bottles because we've got the the factory workers who come out, yeah, neatly organised in rows, uh, yeah, and they've proper... put they've got a nail into the back of the corks. <laughs> they've got a nail point in the vicious. corks so that this when they fire them out, the nails will land hilariously in people's buttocks and things like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> lands in someone's skull but it doesn't seem to kill them like <laughs> <laughs> not enough force yeah, it's behind it properly, it's, probably, it's, it's, probably you know? it's proper it's proper infantry um discipline isn't it so they, yeah. they've got one rank one row that fires and the the next uh, sort of kneeling down reloading and yeah it's it's very it's very well done yeah um so gabrielle probably did that she's the, good at organizing defenses now She's she's using her skills of when she went back to Portia to organise the defence yes. of the village. That must be it. Yeah, I this we we'll get to it. But this episode, I think, is another level up for Gabrielle. Level I think up. she makes another makes yeah. another. Um, she's like a viral you know, TikTok get... of a cat jumping over ever higher layers of toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she is. <laughs> so so the, 
highest so level these guys yet. retreat. These guys don't don't like water. They're very much like um, the Wicked Witch of the West yeah, in that yeah, way. They, yeah. they, 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 oh, not water. I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are these guys are what you'd call in Glasgow soap dodgers. You know? <laughs> they, <are. laughs> they don't like they don't like not, get, have a not shower. Just, not just Glasgow. Not, oh, right. not just Glasgow. That one. Actually, I think I um, think Glaswegians are collectively known as soap dodgers. <laughs> no, no comment my Glaswegian friend <laughs> but I can smell you from here <laughs> so they the the um, the army scarpers back inside Zena's getting worse we know she's getting worse because she seems to be wearing even even fewer clothes and she's yeah. very sweaty so she's glistening she's in a sweaty vest um, <laughs> Sweaty vest. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah, she she's says, not doing No, but she's still strategizing. She's still saying, get everyone out of the factory. And uh, Gabrielle's like, can you just stop thinking about everyone else for a moment? Can we, can we sort do something about you and the fact you, you appear to be dying? Mm. Um, and, and Zena says, look, Tactual people like this. The, yeah. <laughs> Zena says, people like these factory workers used to be my victims. Um, what we do now, it's it's for the greater good. Re- you know, remember that. And then she says... It's for the episode oh, title. Remember that. It's for the episode title. And then she says, look, Gabrielle, if, if it does happen, if, if the worst comes to the worst, I want to, be, I want to be taken home and be buried next to my brother Lysias. And this is actually, so, although we know she's got a dead brother, this is actually the first time he was named. Don't know if you knew that. Was it? Never had a name before. I thought he was. I thought he was named in the the episode where she went home. No, interesting. At least not according to Hercules Dash Xena Fandom Wiki dot com. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure they know their stuff. The naming of well, yeah, it's run okay, by nerds so, because. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> yeah, this is the first name. Well, it's run by it's run by nerds like us, but the kind who can be bothered to go back and look at other episodes again. Mm, that's true. More Good committed point. nerds. Committed nerds. Yeah. Whereas we should just be committed. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for that pity laugh. That was good of you. It's good of you. I'll, I'll cut the pause out before the pity laugh so that it seemed like you did it right away. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're with that established that that Zena wants uh, her body to be to be taken home. We're, we're back in Talmadeus's camp, um, where he's bragging i've beaten her once i can do it again um and then we hear we hear the battle cry we hear the xena battle cry (gasps) but it's not quite right and we know it's the slightly um slightly pathetic gabrielle version of the battle cry oh that's what i call her pathetic she's doing her best she is doing her best best best. unfortunately the best xena that gabrielle can be is actually gabrielle unfortunately Um, but she 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 does follow up the war cry with a Molotov cocktail, yeah, which is good. And and actually, with a whole stream of them, she's got a torch stuck in the ground. She's lighting these um, grenades, lobbing them in, setting fire to tents. It's 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 a good it's a good uh, it's a good plan. Yeah. Um, but these guys are pretty organised. They have a bucket chain. They're they're prioritising what they you know save the weapons, put my you know yeah, put out the fire uh, in my tent know, and. <laughs> Yeah, um, making sure that we see that they've got lots of like big trenches of water around. Yes. What might that? What might <laughs> as you, that as be you a do pay, when you're... What might that pay off in a minute? <laughs> yeah, as, 
as you do when you're a travelling army, you do tend to carry around great horse troughs with you full of water. Well, they're full of horse. They've got a lot of horses. I'm imagining they carry the horse troughs around and fill them when they make camp. Oh, right. Oh, I, I get it now. Oh, I you see. get how that works now, huh? I do. But it's important that we anyway, see them so anyway, because they're about to be used. It is. <laughs> So never mind that. I, I don't think anything's going to happen with these water troughs. Gabrielle no. rides in, wielding her staff rather than the Xena sword. Mm. Um, Tamadeus tries to trip Argo by sticking out a, a spear or something. <clears throat> she clears the staff easily because, you know, she's a good horse. She's not a twat. But yeah. Gabrielle's not used to show jumping. <laughs> Gabri- Gabrielle hasn't hasn't been to her dressage classes. Um, <laughs> she falls off the horse straight into the water trough where her one-wash-only hair dye... Immediately comes out. <laughs> comes out. You're not Xena! Oh, You're yeah. And the way he said it was quite funny. You're not Xena! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And then and then he does a, a manic laugh. Yeah. Oh, I just did that one as well. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty okay. good. Yeah. That's pretty good. So, oh no, Gabrielle's been captured. Back at the factory, Xena's sort of fumbling around as if she were um, Velma in Scooby-Doo trying to find her glasses. That <laughs> She's doing that, that kind of, where, where is everything? I can't, I can't yeah. quite see. So we're not sure, is she just weak? Is she blind? What's, what's going on? Well, both, you know, why not? Why not both? Why um, not both dot gif? Yeah, so because Gabrielle has been captured, Talmadeus now knows that the real Xena is incapacitated. Otherwise she would have been yes. there. And that's why yes. he sent these two guys. He sent these two guys in to kill her while she's incapacitated. But unluckily enough for them, an incapacitated and almost dead Xena is more than a match for the two of these <laughs> twats, you know? Um, yeah, so she she's fumbling about for her weapons and she's alerted by a chicken. Did you notice that little moment? No. I thought, so she, saw the, I thought she saw them in the reflection of the jug that she was holding. Oh, it could have been that. I, there's, a, there's a chicken wanders past and sort of brushes against her leg, and I thought that was what alerted her to the fact this this chicken's been disturbed by these guys coming in. So she, no, I didn't. I I, well, that. I didn't think that. I thought the flinch as the chicken touched her was just to show that she's not got a lot of feeling left. Ah, uh, okay. In her limbs. I, I, I thought, thought she. I thought she was keeping flinch an, to the chicken. I thought she was keeping an alarm chicken. An alarm chicken. God, a guard chicken. <laughs> Is that what you've got? Um, five well, guard chickens for an alarm time. chicken. We've got yeah, we we have got guard chickens. They when you go down that end of the garden, they um they. Thanks for that good chicken impression. Thank you. So if a, if, a, if an intruder tried to um come from come the bottom of your garden, you would definitely hear some chickens. So how come the night that a fox killed all of your previous chickens, you didn't hear that until the next morning? Oh no, don't cry, Flam. Don't cry, Flam. Now you made me sad. Oh, I'm sorry, I gave you a sad about the chickens. That, that fox killed Miss Honey. Oh no, that's, yeah, that and is terrible, actually. Left Matilda behind to fend for herself, orphaned once left again. Matilda, left Matilda behind. It killed, it killed Jasmine. It killed I don't think her. it killed Jasmine. Was it not Jasmine? Anyway, they were you. They don't. You'd only had them for a day. So you weren't emotionally attached yet. No, the, it killed. It killed the the two of the old ones. Oh, did it? So complacent. They're complacent. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, 
Esther survived though. Let's not. The maddest chicken in the maddest chicken in Leicestershire. Esther was mad. Matilda was the maddest. Oh right, okay. Matilda was the maddest. Anyway, moving on anywho. from the chicken story. Yes, shall we? Shall we? Yeah. Um, so the, these two guys come in. Xena, alerted either by their reflection or by a chicken, um, knows they're there. <laughs> Gar- and she gets them with a. And she gets them, even though she can't find her weapons. She she does find a water bottle. Yeah. Um, and she gets them it's first by firing ball. it with a seltzer bottle. First by firing a cork at them, and then by swinging it because it's on a leather thong. Right. So she kind of uses it as a lasso or like a, a soap on a rope, except it's a water bottle. Soap on a rope. Yeah. So um, you don't get them anymore, do you? I've not seen them for a while. People don't use soap anymore, do they? They soap use shower dodgers, gel. Yeah, soap dodgers. Soap dodgers. Hundred <laughs> percent. Anyway, <laughs> so this fight's happening, but the music—you know that it's actually um, something quite serious is going on because of the music. There's some yeah, this sad ought to be a wailing fight with a water bottle, but it's there's yeah. some sad wailing on the thing on the soundtrack while she does it. Yeah, it's good. It's good music. Yeah. Um, um, and we get some fight, fight, fight. Uh, eventually, a, good, good a little... guy rolls on top of her and grins like Oof. a creepy weirdo. Oof. So yet another fucking um, sexual assault reference here. Hint at hint at sexual yeah. violence. Yeah, when she says, nice. "I hate uninvited guests," and then smacks him ah. on the side of the neck, like tangos him on either side of the neck. Um, yeah, so she she kind of pressure points him, um, and then really nicely, the other guy comes over to to wail in, uh, and she uses she uses pressure points again, a very specific one, to make him kick his mate in the groin. Yeah, yeah, she's using she doesn't have any weapons, so she uses this guy's body as a weapon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's his, and once he, and then once she's done with him, she like casually snaps his neck. Like, yeah, the amount of times you <laughs> see people doing this on telly, people just casually having their neck snapped. How do you think it's that mm. easy? Should we try to no. out someone? I feel like who it wouldn't we, be that who? easy. Who should we test it out? I don't on? think it would. Boris Johnson, or if we could reach his neck, so with quite I... a lot of brass surrounding it. I've been advised by our lawyers. <laughs> God, I could get arrested for that, couldn't I? Yeah. It's a threat. It was a, I just saw it to be I think you're aware, if anyone's listening to this in the police, that was parody. It was yes, a joke. This is a parody podcast. If you hadn't twigged by now. If you hadn't noticed. Xena <laughs> yeah. um, so, crawls away slowly and painfully and then she just collapses. So yep. dun dun dun. Da-da-da, Not looking good she's for collapsed. Zena. And it's not looking good for Gabrielle either back at the back at Talmadeus's camp because No. Um you know, he's like I'm gonna kill you now, but I'll make it quick because I like your spunk. He doesn't say spunk. <laughs> no, let's let's not cover <laughs> let's that. Let's not again. bring spunk into this. Um, <laughs> so so Tal- Talmadeus realizes that she was covering uh, for for Zena's weakness and Gabrielle talks up a good story, but um but Talmadeus is like uh, you you know you're good, but too bad. I have to kill you. And she says, "You you don't have to." <laughs> um, so we get we get a little call back to to Sharon now. Now that we know about Sharon, he he says, "I'll make it quick, and you'll have good company on Sharon's boat because oh, yeah. Zena will be following you soon enough." Yep. Um, but who comes to the rescue? Oh, it's the horse that supposedly hates it- her friend Argo. They've had some trauma so, bonding. 
They have. So they're, <laughs> they're much better friends now. So Ar- yeah. Argo rescues Gabrielle. They get away. Yeah. Um, back at the factory, Salmonius, who's obviously been knocked out, um, comes around, uh, comes into the, the bit of the warehouse where, where Xena is. Um, one of these helmet heads that, that, well, the one that she didn't kill, I guess, um, is just kind of coming around. Uh, so Sal- Salmonius whacks him with a lid of a barrel, As knocks do. him out again, which yeah. is pretty brave for Salmonius. That's pretty good. For him, yeah. Um, Smacking a guy who is clearly t- very disoriented and can't fight back. That's the level of bravery yeah. we get from Salmonius. That, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but then he sees, uh, Salmonius sees Zena lying on the floor, um, spark out, apparently dead. And he goes over, he feels repulse, and he and he kind of picks her up, cradles her in his in his arms, feels for Theater breath. Theatre style, yeah. <laughs> Theatre style. Uh, and no, his so face I did, crumbles. I said Pieta. I think you said theatre. Oh, Pieta, yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a Catholic, so that, yeah. that didn't register. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get a call back uh, to their... We get a call back to their first meeting now as well. He's we back on Hercules. He called her a warrioress. He he called her proud warrioress, and now warrioress. he says very sadly, "Proud warrioress, I will miss you." <gasps> Sad music. And then, and then we have a massive metaphor in um, the sun dipping below the horizon. Mm. So Metaphorical the, the sun. Day, the day thou gavest, Lord, has ended. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, warrioress, so you know, that, there's a there's a word yeah. that's fallen out of usage, like poetess. <laughs> my my mother in law works in a charity shop, um, and is is sort of paid staff because she she's managerial, uh-huh. um, and she calls herself manageress. Oh, the manageress, yeah, that's all. That's an old one. That's old. It's, that's it's, kind of gone out of fashion. Poetess, yeah. authoress, um. About the only thing that still has that gender signifier that's still in commonish usage is actress, but that's going as well. That's yeah, that's on its way out, I think. And then of course there's dominatrix. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that that has its place. Yeah. And it very much has its place in this fandom. (laughs) (laughs) All the leather. (laughs) All the leather. She could do a chainmail, but it would just attract a kinkier group. That's a joke from later. Sorry. Stolen a joke from season two there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Gabrielle comes back and Salmonis is trying to break the news. But she doesn't want to hear it. I need to talk to Zena. Get out of my way. I'm not going to talk to her, pal. Not, not for a while anyway. Yeah. And so he tells he tells her what's happened by not telling her. Yeah. By doing the sort of sad, shaking his head, meaningful. Sad head shake. I, Yeah. And then all uh, the all the face. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, I know, right? Her little face. I know. Many all sad. the water workers that have been hiding the corpse from you peel off. Yeah. And there she is. Uh, under under a black, covered by a blanket, and Gabrielle walks very slowly towards her, and she pulls the blanket back, and there is the proud warrioress. Warrior. That's really hard to say. Yes. Warrioress. <laughs> Let's just call yeah. her Warrior. Let's just call her Xena. So, Let's just use names. Oh, that, no, that's easier, actually. That's yeah. good. <laughs> Let's, Let's do, do what <laughs> generations of fanfic writers couldn't and just use names. <laughs> 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 uh, 
we've learned from their mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls the blanket back, and there is Zena, yeah. um, clearly dead. And yeah, Sal- so clearly. Salmonia shows unusual uh, sensitivity by yeah, by a little bit attacked. Sort of Sending the villagers away. Doesn't leave himself, mind. No. <laughs> he sends the... Um, and in in something, again, straight out of fanfic, Gabrielle strokes a lock of hair away from, oh, from Zena's no. forehead and the fucking runs her fingers through her hair. And... She's oh. stroking her hair and looking at her and, like, crying a little bit. But, like, strong tears... I've probably yeah, watched this some, particular scene about a million times on a conservative. It's very, estimate. it's very touching. It's <laughs> very touching and it's very gay. So gay. Um, Salmonia says, "Look, we there's nothing we can no, do now. We on. have to get no, no, away." No, no, no. You've missed the part where she goes and makes out with the corpse. <laughs> oh, I thought that was after this bit. Okay. No, no, no. She does the kissing. She kisses the mm. kisses Zena's dead, clammy cheek. Um, and as she's and then she sort of leans her forehead down on. Yeah. Like, and then it's as she's doing that that Salmonis interrupts and says, "Look, there's okay. nothing we can do here anymore. I think we need to get out of here." Um, and then Gabby immediately pulls herself together and starts discussing how to yeah. form a defensive wall. There, this is this is where I said Gabrielle levels up. This is yeah. this is a key moment. It's well, I could fall to pieces because Zena's dead, but but I'm not going to do strategy, that. Strategy, strategy. Yeah, I'm going to do what Zena um, would want me to do. So she talks about the defences. She says, we're here for these people. We're staying and we're fighting for the greater good. Yep. We're fighting for the episode title. We're fighting title. for the episode title. But we know that she's so not she... really as together as she seems because we smash cut to her beating the shit out of a tree and like yeah. screaming and crying and Wailing destroying and... this fucking tree. Um, it's, it's a good, It's I think it's a really good scene. It's a it's brilliant good... scene. This is another one that I've watched yeah. a billion times. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really good episode. you watch crying? It's like, stop hurting me, stop hurting me, rewind. No, 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 because... No, you wouldn't be crying at this point because you know how it ends. You know how the episode ends. So. Like, when you... When yeah. you... Like, tragedy and angst like this is fun when you know that it's all right in the end. Spoilers, it's all because right in the end, because guys. Because there are still two or three episodes to go in the series. five seasons <laughs> to go of this fucking yeah. show. Um... So yeah, and, when, and also in in the Xenoverse, what even is death? What even is death exactly? I mean, how many times do they each die? Like a billion times each. Yeah, yeah. So, but this is good. And then she's like, she's reminding herself of what, reminding herself of what Xena would want. And she's whispering yeah. the episode title to herself, which is nice. Good, the greater good. Focus, the greater good. She's supposedly on her way to find Eolus at a nearby town to come back and help them, but. She never oh, does yeah, go there. I... Yeah, she never no. does go there. But there was a apparently there was a cut scene where she overheard some of Talmadez's army talking and realised there was no time to go. Oh, she okay. had to go back and do okay. the thing. Which was yeah, I'd, I'd completely forgotten about that. That, that she was even going to go and get yeah. Eolus. God. Zathras is, is lying behind the laptop and he's doing his fucking rabbit feet kicking thing and he almost closed the laptop over. You little uh, yeah, shit. I know. I know because every time he does it, I get a, I get a look down your cleavage. <laughs> lucky bitch, eh? You lucky bitch. Of all the things that you could get to look at, I know. It's lucky I'm wearing a top, really. Few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Gabri- Gabrielle does does her grief therapy against the tree. She comes back in to find so someone is still by Zena's body, and she says, "All right, I know what I have to do now." Oh, oh no, no, that actually, that's that Salmonius. 
that doesn't happen. That's she just made that no. part up. What happens is that it, it does. Salmonius is Salmonius is talking to the corpse, and he's like, "Right, fine. Yes, I know what to do." Because he's been shamed into nobility by he's Tina's been corpse shamed. Yeah, he's been corpse shamed, but they don't they don't actually maintain the fiction that she is actually a corpse for very long because the one of the very next scenes we see her hands we get a close close up of her hand and we see the fingers twitching so we know she's not actually dead yeah. she's just in a yeah. a deep coma yeah she's in a she's in a so, dormant state because that's how human beings work so what Sal what Salmonius decides he needs to do um, is to go to Talmadeus, offer yeah. himself, say, take me, take Xena, uh, take Xena and let body. the people go. Yeah. Let my people go! Yeah. Which Talmadeus says um, he will do, and then, like, instantly... Yeah, he says, he says bring, bring Xena here. When I know she's truly dead, then I'll let everyone go. Yeah, bring Xena and all um, the villagers. Yeah, bring, make sure you bring the villagers. Uh, we're yes. not going to be using them for anything, but just bring them along with you, just in case... And um, Salmonius is like, you, you promise? You yeah, promise? You promise? You're a man of your word, right? Like, so, yeah, sure he is. Yeah, <laughs> evil warlord. Yeah, totally. He's a man of honour, so he is. Talmudius, aside man. to his lieutenant, ha ha ha, we, we will sell them as slaves and make good money, ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salmonius can't hear me because he's out of shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then as you say, we we have this finger switching. Clearly, Zena is not not completely dead. No. Um, Tamadeus immediately reneges on his deal. Of course, yeah. They bring Zena along, and they're like, "Yes, look, she's dead. Who killed yep, Zena? Right? Who killed Zena?" He says, and Samuel is like, "I don't know. No one knows. We won't find out until next week. Who shot her with the dart?" Um, and Talmudius says, no, it's obvious. Soon the whole world will know. I killed her! You know, I'm like, mate, I, okay. You can claim this shit yeah. if you like, you know. You, you can you can claim it, but but you do know there's like literally millions of people watching happen. this show. Yeah, like there's millions yeah. of people who tuned into this. This was a, a very popular show in its day. We all know you didn't do it, Talmudius. Yeah. What? Um, Gabriel, Gabriel's watching all this from the undergrowth because um, although they've they've taken Zena's body to verify the death, she's going to honour that that dying wish yeah. uh, of taking Zena's body home to to bury her in Amphipolis. Yeah. Um, so she's she's kind of plotting when when she's going to make her move. Yeah. Um, and and the next thing Talmudeus says is horrible. Yeah. Horrible. 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 <laughs> so it's bring. Bring out the horses. Let's tear this carcass limb from limb. This is a family show. Yeah, but well, I mean, luckily it didn't happen. Because one of the horses they brought was Argo. Like, honestly, mate. What a twat. You fucking idiot. <laughs> well, you think Argo's really going to do this? And Argo has it, basically, this is, I love this bit. I, this, I love this bit so much. Argo turns around no, no, to no, look at the other we horse. Miss... <laughs> <laughs> we've we've actually missed out a real... Yeah, we've missed out an important scene. He says, bring out the horses, but is interrupted by a sudden kerfuffle. There's um, like five or six, uh, six of his men fighting something, like all kind of gathered round, beating something up. But they go down one by one and out of this melee, it's Gabrielle. She's really, really good fight scene. I think it's her first proper fight, fight, fight scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's It's the first time she's really... I mean, I wasn't, I hadn't missed it out. I was just going to talk about it after... 
my okay. comment about the horses, but that's fine. Come back okay. to my horse comment. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's so a badass this, with the this, staff, man. This, yeah, she's badass with the staff. And this, to me, is she's grown up. She's taken the responsibility that she used to be able to defer to Xena. And for her, she is Xena now, I think. Yeah. It's, that's her job now. She's going to fight. Um, like she, and then she does the Xena thing of flipping a sword up in the air yeah. and then... And landing at the exact moment to catch it, although she doesn't land at the exact moment to catch it. There's a slight delay, which looks a bit stupid. <laughs> she stands yeah, there in front of the where someone say, else's hand yeah. comes in to catch it. Yeah, no, she stands there and <laughs> she hand. holds, she does a forward roll and lands in front of Talmudius and holds her hand up to catch the sword. And like she sort of like bounces on the spot as if to say, "Just give me a minute. Just give me a sec here. Hold it, I'm hold doing it. something." <laughs> and then I'm going somewhere with this. And then you know she catches the sword. <laughs> You know. So she she holds it she holds it at his, at his throat and you can kind of believe that although she's she's not the swordy type she's mad enough and bereaved enough and fired up enough to to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so again she she gives a really good speech but he's he's not cowed um, and he he basically no, he, he makes knows her that doubt this is herself. Not a sword woman that he's got in front of him. Yeah, he he says, look, the minute you look away, the minute you drop your guard, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you. And she's fierce. No, I'm not gonna do that. And he says, oh, you're not, she even falls holding, for the you're trick. not even holding, you're not even holding the sword right. And she glances down to to look at how she's gripping the sword, and he disarms her. Yeah, falls for Damn the trick it. real easily. But I, that I, that fight scene, I think, is a key moment for Gabrielle. That's Gabby one moment, of her. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then so we return we, to my now we get the horse amazing yes. commentary about the horses. <laughs> Go on. So they bring out Argo. Why they're bringing out Xena's horse to do it, I don't know. Maybe it's a final insult. Yeah. Uh, and this other horse. And Argo, being a fucking ridiculously intelligent horse, like, <laughs> turns around <laughs> and, like, has some sort of cosmic psycho, uh, like, telepathy with this other horse to say, well, right, I've, I've we're, used not fan- gonna, I've used- we're not going to do I've this used right, very- other horse. <laughs> I've I've used a very fanfic word to describe this exchange. I've said, "Their eyes Argo lock nick, nickers to the other horse." <laughs> their eyes, their eyes fanfic, lock in silent communication. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, Zena's tied between luckily, the two of them. Yeah, yeah. She's they've tied her. They've tied her arms and legs to this horse. This horse, and then they're gonna they're gonna whip the horses. But luckily, luckily for Zena. Um, they only whip them from a distance where no one's actually holding a whip. Or they whip them in reverse camera where the whip has been delicately placed on and then the camera, like, and then pulls off. It's great because it's it's so unconvincing. (laughs) Yeah, it's so unconvincing. (laughs) But they they don't even need to put a no horses were harmed in this because they obviously weren't. (laughs) No. Not even remotely. So the horses don't move despite this fake whipping that's going on. And there's there's another little horsey conversation that the other horse turns turns around and is clearly going yeah but this really hurts I don't like it and it really Argo's hurts, like no don't no, stay with me stay with me here yeah <laughs> yeah totally um, and then Talmudius realizes that it's Zena's horse and he's like kill Zena's horse um, and then of course this is the moment when Zena reemerges because she's not fucking dead. <laughs> Like all that, like if you couldn't have woken up for Gabrielle when Gabrielle was about to get killed, no, that would be too yeah. easy. You wake up for That's the fine, fucking don't horse, touch my fucking though. Horse. <laughs> Honestly, horse girls, what are you gonna do with them, man? Uh, You'll fight for the horse. Yeah, so, 
So she she rises from the dead, unarmed, dressed in a nighty, but she's mad as hell. She's mad um, as hell. That, she's not going to take it need. anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the moment you know, the, the moment Zena rises from from the dead, you know it's all over for Talmadeus. Mm. And then there's three people that go Zena. You know, Z- Zalmonis goes Zena, and yeah. Talmadeus goes Zena, and Z- Gabriel goes Zena. You know, Zena, and like, and like the three, the three emotions. Sal- Salmonius is is kind of a bit Scooby Doo. It's like Zena, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zena, you're Scooby Snack. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's good, class, class, classy bit. So then there's a fight, 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 fight. Zena yes. is extremely strong, given that she's literally just woken up from a coma. You'd expect her to be a little bit groggy, but you know, um, it's been a very reviving nap. A very uh-huh. reviving nap. It's like the nap, the, like the sleep I had after my vaccination. After yeah, yeah, and you yeah. you, you got, woke she, up with superpowers. She got an excellent sleep score on her Fitbit. Yeah, from this nap. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how how many steps wow. do you think Zena does in a day? You barely moved. What's your resting heart rate? Very low, apparently, because Salmonius can't find it. <laughs> yeah, um, undetectable. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Fight, 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 etc. Talk us through her final triumph over Talmadeus. That's good. Well, while I, I like the part where Gabrielle's being held by a, a goon, and uh, the first thing that the first thing that Zena does is to liberate a staff from someone and throw the staff into a goon's stomach, where Gabrielle duly catches it and then takes part in the fight. So I really like that. Yeah, because like that's good. in previous episodes, even after she'd got the staff, if Gabrielle was incapacitated or like out of the fight somehow. She yeah. never really made any effort to get her back into the fight. She just would win the fight no, by she'd, herself. She'd res- rescue her, but yeah. now it's now here's the tool you now need. Now it's sort you rescue out. yourself, yeah, which is good. Yeah, you know they've. Yeah, we talked about this before about how this whole season has been slowly getting them onto an, an equal footing. You know, yeah, which was important. Obviously, it was important. I, yeah, to I the think, narrative of the show. I think when you when you think the whole show was kind of um, posited as a this is Zena's redemption story. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's so little about that, really. It's yeah. much more about Gabrielle's growth, I think. Yeah, yeah totally. Mm. She's the... Mm. They grow together like something. Like two trees entwining in the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that Gabrielle's stupid story from episode two? Something. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, well done. Good callback, good finally, callback. Finally, the dinars dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, when she does eventually fight Talmadeus, uh, one of the things that she does is walk up him in order to wrap her thighs around his neck. <laughs> you know that thing Any where... volunteers? <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. Um, yeah. yeah, so obviously she fights, you know, she fights him and wins, and he ends up in the water trough. But yeah, because yeah. so so he's sort of le- leaning over her. He says, "I'm glad you're not dead. It would have robbed me of this moment." And <laughs> she says, "Well, it would have saved me from your breath." Which and is he looks so scandalised by that. Yes. He looks and scandalised as fuck by that. He's like, "How dare you insult me!" But then she headbutts him. She, so <laughs> she, she, she headbutts him, runs up his body as as my my colleague says, legs round his neck, and then kind of does a backflip. With her legs still around his yes, neck. Yes, and tosses him into the water trough, yeah. Woo! 
Yeah. Uh, uh, where he is subsequently surrounded by factory workers who've all got swords from somewhere. Yeah, they're, they're sticking there kind with of, spears and shit, as I see. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happens to Talmudis, but Talmudis. I'm assuming that they skewered yeah. him. No, I they probably know. didn't. They probably like, and then get out and don't you ever come back. He's like the Trunchbull yeah. getting packed lunches thrown at him at the end of Matilda. So <laughs> 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 this headbutt that she does, you're aware of what we call a headbutt in Glasgow, yeah? Yes. Yeah, a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, classic. Yeah. Gives him a wee Glasgow kiss. Then whips him into a horse trough. So there we go. That's the the climax of the whole fighty business. And then then we get um, our little, um, what do you call it, epilogue moment. Yeah, Zena and Gabrielle having a a nice gay moment. Yeah. Yeah. So um, basically Zena knows that Gabrielle and Argo have worked as a team with this whole thing. She says, oh, I'm, I'm glad to see you two are getting along. Gabrielle says she's still too tall. <laughs> so the second what, what episode, like? still too tall. You like them tall. You like to climb them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, it's the second episode in a row that Zena has been Zena has been obliged to have a soft little thank you, Gabrielle, for everything yeah. you've done for me. Moment at the end. Yeah. Um, which is nice, you know. Um. So, uh, Brynion yeah, Connor she said says, that she thinks this was a turning point episode for the show. Yeah. Uh, in that it stopped being about the high concept monster of the week stuff. And yes. from this point on became much more about their relationship. It's about their relationship. And this is also the episode where an arc emerges other yeah. than the, the whole Xena Redemption thing. So we, as, as we said before, we get a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Which we'd never really had before, I don't think. Yeah, um, no, I don't think and, we have. And and we we know because we've seen it <laughs> series upon series that this is the beginning of quite a long arc. I think they didn't know at this at this point. But yeah, well, but why would they? They, that, they didn't know anything. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't plan. No. <laughs> yeah, no, we know that. We know they didn't plan. Yeah, in, in fact, the the fact that we've got a cliffhanger is that that's that's major progress for their storytelling and <laughs> for their um, liquidity. I think as well. So yeah. no, I think we will definitely be able to film something next week. That's <laughs> well, no, that's the thing, right? As I said, this was the last episode to be oh, filmed, yeah. so they had already filmed the next story, so they knew. You yeah. know, they were sure that they definitely could yeah. do the next story. This was the very last episode okay. to be filmed of the season. Yeah. Well, Gab- Gabrielle says, Look, I'm, I'm really angry with you, Zena. I, I really thought you were, you know, I th- really thought you were a goner. And, uh, and Zena says, well, I, ba- I basically was. I had to, I had to go under to, to fight the poisoning. And, yeah. Uh, and Gabrielle says, yeah, we, you, do you know what? We still don't know who hit you with that dart. Well, yeah, good point. Good point. Mm. Mm, good point. Mm. Let's, let's have a little stinger of the music. From when the person was shooting you with the dart to remind us that we don't yeah. know who hit you with the dart yet. Because yeah. mm. you I think you could says... easily forget that, couldn't you? Through all the drama of the episode. You could yeah. possibly easily forget that there was a, a secondary I, yeah, mystery. I think, I think you could. And, and Zena says, well, whoever it was knew what they were doing. We, we just need to figure out why. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine mm. why anyone would ever have a grudge on Zena. No. <laughs> She's got, there's, so, there's so few things that she could have done to anyone to that we'd be upset about. Yeah. And then we, we get our, our last little soft moment. Um, and like you say, Zena finds herself thanking Gabrielle, Gabrielle again, not not just for the whole um, 
saving her life numerous ways this episode, but she says, when you thought I was dead, you risked your life to take my body home uh, to Amphipolis. Mm-hmm. And Gabrielle says, well, obviously it was, it was your... It was your dying that, wish, I thought it was Dougie. your dying wish. I'd have, yeah, I'd have, I'd go to Tartarus and back to to make sure it happened. And uh, and Zena says, I I always used to wonder if I'd ever make it home. Now I know that one way or another, I will do. Does she though? <laughs> so I know. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Does she actually? Yeah. Basically, basically, she's like, if I do an Ann Lister, will you do an Ann Walker? And travel with me for nine months back to my home village. Mm. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, spoilers sure. by the way for anyone who's not aware, aware of history. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, carry, carry my body through the blistering ancient Greek heat waves. To yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Let's think about that for a minute. Yeah. But then Gabby says uh, this thing, you know, she, oh, we better stop now before I get all soft on you, which. I another line that I have watched many many times psychoanalyzing the inflection <sighs> of various words like did she put the emphasis <laughs> on soft did she put the emphasis on you you know what she's saying anyway sorry that's <laughs> oh god the time I had my hands a child Zena fondly says uh, we we wouldn't want that would we and and off they go but before they leave the leave the scene, leave the factory. Xena turns one last wondering glance around and twirls the, the dart between dark, her fingers. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a bit of to be continued there. Next week. Well, no, next week. Tune in next week when we find out who the fuck did that and why the fuck they did it. Who who the fuck did do that? We just don't know. Anyway, join us next week for the episode, for episode called 22. Callisto. Callisto. <laughs> <laughs> But before that, let's let's see what the bard's bard's eye view is, and I'm going to go ten again. Uh yeah, I always was going to give this ten. That was this was my plan all along. Uh, this okay. was in my in my head. This was going to be my only ten of the series of the of season one. Ah. Um, but that's clearly bullshit because I've already given a ten. I clearly, you know, and I probably few, I might give another tens. one. You never actually, I might give another one. I don't know. I think I I think I've got another one coming. Um. But yeah, this is Zena's first near-death experience. Oh, I know... Uh, not her last. But not her last. It's not even the last near-death experience of this season. <laughs> That's <Although> true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've had one from Zena. Uh, and Gabrielle got a bit upset about it. So she's doing that thing where they will, I'll show you how it feels in a few episodes' <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> See how you like it. See how you like it, right? See how you yeah. like it. Um, oh, another hilarious point that I was going to... You know the mm. the scene where she's fighting the tree, where she's beating the, the shit out of the tree? Yeah. Right, so yeah. Argo was meant to be in that scene, right? It was supposed to be showing a demonstration of Argo's and Gabrielle's developing relationship. After she oh, okay. exhausted herself beating the tree, Argo was supposed to come up to her and sort of nuzzle her. Oh. Right? But they tried filming it a lot of different ways. And um, apparently they couldn't get it to look right because the, the, the way they were doing it was they'd been enticing the horse in with treats off screen. Right. And the horse just, um, apparently it was like, oh, sad Gabrielle. And then the horse comes in and goes, oh, treats. You know, it's like the horse was too fucking happy. The horse was like, oh, snacky treats. 
Um, and it just wasn't working. <laughs> Listener, I wish you could have seen the, uh, the, the acting that went with that snacky treats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wonderful. Anyway, at the start, right at the start of this podcast, uh, my friend Dapper sent me a message. She's obviously listening to yep. the one that came out today, which is The Prodigal. Uh, she wrote, oh, yeah. you're laughing so much in today's podcast, often when nobody's even made a joke. <laughs> which, <laughs> yes, yes, madam, uh, what of it? Um, <laughs> I, is that because we can see each other and we can <laughs> each other to... <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, right? Um, yeah. Dapper didn't find forced perspective vaginas very amusing. And I'm wondering no? if you... I know, right? And I'm wondering if... <laughs> The, the reason that I nearly died is because I could see the colour that you were turning. <laughs> I mean, you looked like you looked like a Victorian oh. brick cotton mill. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a near death experience for that. I, was, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> So yeah, there you go. Obviously, I think Dapper's got more sophisticated sense of humour than we do. <laughs> I mean, it's a low bar. The bar's low, but I've got a funny feeling this is another hour and a half, hour and a half long episode. By the way, I yeah, we're we're, we're approaching it. So let let's wrap it up. Yeah, so, wrap up. So this is, is actually our first agreed upon ten out of ten episode. Ten out of ten out of ten. Woo! Yay. It's the high water mark of the season so far. It's got everything <laughs> so you need from a Zine episode. Comedy, good guest stars, good acting, um, tra- drama, angst. angst with a happy ending. Sentimentality, uh, everything. Gayness, everything. subtext, it's yeah. got everything. Plus, Many angst, uh, much gay. plus the beginning of an arc that will lead us into... Yes. Like, we get us all the way to season six with this arc. Yeah. So... This one, this one's got legs, as we know, because we saw them up the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so, join us again next week uh, when we rewatch and pick to pick to pieces um, episode twenty-two, Callisto. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bird's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bird's Eye Podcast. And subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon. And of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye. I like is the way you always turn away from the camera when you cough as if you're worried about coughing on me. No, it's just for sound. Oh, it, it, you mean, you, you know, you know we can still hear it, right? Yeah, but... Okay, well, well what... I'm just going to keep an eye on the thing. <coughs> okay, I'll, I'll watch that back on the edit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs>